Uh, hi, everybody, and welcome back to another uh, episode of Luke Who's Watching. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the 2003 film Seabiscuit. It's, uh, well, I guess you'd say it's a sports film, really. Um, it is uh, starring uh, Toby Maguire as Red Pollard. Jeff Bridges, I didn't realise it was old Jeff, but Jeff Bridges as Charles. Elizabeth Banks, Chris Cooper. Uh, there's a narrator as well, which is apparently David uh, McCulloch. Uh, who, and you know, what's his name? Steve Buscemi is in it as like a sort of eccentric radio guy. And um, who? And there's a guy. There's a character called George, and he's played by Gary Stevens. Yes, Sea Biscuit. Um, it it is a well, yeah, it's a sports movie. You could really say, and it is about a racehorse. So there we go. Set in like the uh, '30s recession times. So um, yeah. Let's get into it. So the movie sort of starts, and it's just sort of a bit of crap about how great Ford is um, and the invention of a production line, you know, industrialization and all that. Um, yeah, how great is this? Is, you know, and there's sort of a bit of stuff at the start, being like, oh, yeah. Now, the um, now it's Jeff Bridges. I've just written here, Guy Becomes Car Tycoon slash Buys Ranch, and that is Jeff Bridges' character, Charles. It's sort of his... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, brief journey into becoming sort of a, I guess, industrialist, embracing the automobile and becoming a, I don't know, bit of a tycoon out of it, I guess, really. Um, and then, you know, we see um, what... <laughs> then there's, uh, you know, there's a, there's a market crash and we sort of were introduced to Toby Maguire's family um, Red, uh, his character's name is, and they're they're sort of falling on hard times. But he can ride. That's the thing. He can ride a horse, um, and he sort of goes and wins. You know, he sort of gets uh, gets into being a jockey. Uh, sort of, I guess, out of necessity, and his family are like, "Go, with this guy, and become a become a um, jockey," sort of thing. And he's like, "Oh, we'll call you." His dad was like, "We'll call you." Never see him again or hear of him again. So that's less than great. Now, also, this movie's two and a half hours long. I've just finished watching it. Um, and so, actually, quite interesting. The, the early part of the film is, I don't know, I guess it's just setting everything up, really. You could probably, re quite honestly, a lot of it could probably go. It could be streamlined. I don't, I'm like, I'm not huge into how films I, you know, they have to set things up. And I guess in this context, there's sort of three main stakeholders. You've got um, Jeff Bridges' character, Charles. you got uh, Toby Maguire, good old Red. And then you have Chris Cooper's character, Tom Smith. So you have to bring them all together and sort of set them up and all that sort of jazz, I guess. So there's a bit, you know, that's, that is like 45 minutes of the film. Because we sort of were introduced slowly to these characters, we see um, Chris, what's it, Tom? You know, he's like mustering. He's a horse guy. We see him doing horsey stuff. We see Toby Maguire. He's you know racing horses. He is, and you know, f boxing at times. Really anything to make it make a dollar. And then we see you know Jeff Bridges, uh, Charles, going through 
various roller coasters of his own. You know, he's he's a successful business person, but he there is a tragedy that happens where his uh, son is killed in a car accident, um, and you know his his wife leaves him. So th- you know we have all these things um, happening at the start of a film. So there's a bit there's a bit there happening. Um, anyway, but it all sort of in regards to I guess the the main um, the main oh, I don't really want to say the main story, but after the whole setup, it's about forty five minutes in when we first meet Sea Biscuit when we first meet the horse. Now we we have um, but a little bit before that, it's sort of things are starting to heat up. So. Um, yeah, Charles and some friends, they go to Mexico. He meets Elizabeth Banks there. They get married. He's like, oh, maybe I could get a horse. So they sort of go looking for horses. He, see, he sees Tom um, and he's like, what's that guy's here, trainer? And his friend's like, oh, he's some sort of goon. But, you know, Jeff Bridges goes back later to see Tom and obviously convinces him to come on board as a trainer because Jeff Bridges wants a horse. And in all the while, um, we saw we see Toby Maguire just sort of red, just sort of struggling along, if I could use that terminology. Anyway, so great. Now we see it's where things start to start to get going is um, Tom Charles and what's Elizabeth Banks? I'm just going to call her Elizabeth Banks. I mean, she looks great in period clothing. Um. They're looking for a horse, and Tom's like, "Well, you you know, you want a horse that's tough, that's got heart. You know, these horses here at the track the training facility where are he's like they're all show ponies." So they come across Sea Biscuit, who and like it. It's interesting because the narrator is giving us some history on what's happening at the time, and also when we first see Sea Biscuit, gives us like a backstory, if I can say that, of the horse. Um, so the horse, you know, initially sort of, uh, can I say, had some promise or was good breeding and didn't really perform. So it was used as just a training horse. And as a result, was like, had no, not really much confidence. So Tom, uh, they got the horse and he's like, I need... Uh, uh, somebody to ride it. So then they come across Toby Maguire, good old Red, and they get him uh, as their jockey. And then there's like a, there's a bit of a um, there's a bit of a um, training montage and that sort of stuff uh, where they have to get the horse back to being just a horse, if that makes sense. Because I think uh, old Tom's like. We need to teach him how to be a horse again. And it's like, well, how do we do that? So they just, um, they get the horse to do horse things. It's like, a, you know, training. They're just galloping the horse, you know, interacting the horse, sea biscuit with other horses and all these sorts of things just to, you know, get the horse back to being a horse. And now earlier in the film, <clears throat> when uh, Charles, he buys like a, uh, I guess you call it a ranch, it has a stable on it. Now, he was a car guy, racing cars, etc. So he, the, the property had a stable and they put, they had cars in there. 
But after his, he had his, I guess his, his, the tragedy, I guess you could say, with, with his son, the barn was locked up. Now, this is many years later when they get the horse. So then, you know, the barn gets unlocked, all the cars get rolled out, the horse goes in there, and, you know, when they get Seabiscuit, of course, he's wound up, he's not very happy. So Tom tries some things, he needs to get the horse, he needs to calm the horse down, so he um, there's, a, there's a, a brief period earlier where Tom sort of saves the horse, if I could use that terminology. So that he gets that horse, puts it in with uh, Sea Biscuit just to calm, and they, there's like horse stuff going on, you know, trainery stuff. This is like, you know, you have the sports team that are down and out, okay, and you've got the owner who's like, we could be great, and then they have a, the coach. Right, you've got the coach um, who maybe you know they're a great coach, but nobody really takes much notice of them, right? Because they might have unusual methods. So that's where the rat, or this sort of stuff, you know, the team is Red and Sea Biscuit. The owner, of course, is Charles. Uh, the the upbeat uh, owner, if I could use that terminology, of course, is Charles. And then the unorthodox. Uh, coach nobody has really taken much uh, attention to is Tom. And, you know, of course, you know what happens in that scenario. It all comes together. And then, you know, of course, we see the horse and red mesh and they start winning and they start having success. And there is stardom about the horse uh, and about Seabiscuit. Um, you know, at the time. So, you know, these sort of uh, great, great things happen. However, of course, the first race, there is a disaster. It doesn't quite work out in the first race for the horse, which is, you know, once again, pretty um, pretty classic, you know. Everything, everything seems to be going okay, looks good, but, you know, the first race, there's a, it doesn't quite work out. Or the first, you know, it's, it's 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 typical sports stuff. You're watching a game, or there's a sports movie. Things are looking good. They're optimistic. Optimistic. I can't even say the word. Optimistic. And then the game of a race of whatever happens, and there's always a setback. You know, so it starts off average. You're building up to positivity. Boom, setback. This is classic because what you do is like you know with, with an audience. You give them something and then you take it away from them, right? So what you've done or what happens is you have given the audience hope that, okay, the, the horse is better. He's measuring with red. Great, okay? This horse down and out, they've got, they're going to turn it around. You think that's going to happen. But, of course, when a race happens, it doesn't work out like that. So you've had that taken away from you, that hope and opt you know it's it's just you give the audience something and then you take it away from them that's how films work if you ever watch a film you think of it like that something good happens and then immediately something bad happens so you've given the audience something good but then of course something bad happens and then you're like oh okay now okay now what sort of thing so it's it's a classic you give the audience something and then you take it away from them now as uh, of course sea biscuit starts getting started and fame it naturally has to be a villain. And the villain is another 
successful horse of the time called War Admiral. Now, War Admiral is a very big, strong horse. Seabiscuit, at least in size, is not a very big horse. But, you know, War Admiral is a big, strong uh, horse and is, uh, is successful. So they want to take on... Uh, Charles is like, we want to take on War Admiral in a race. That's what we want to do. We want to have like a showdown with War Admiral. And so we can settle, you know. Is our horse better than theirs? It's like, 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 okay, whatever, mate. Now, that's fine. And War Admiral's team are like, no, nah, we, we're not really interested in this uh, at all. Now, as a result, Charles has an idea of what we're going to do is we're going to set up a huge race. It's going to have like a purse of $100,000. So they're going to want to win that race. So, you know, and we will we will race them in that regard, right? Um, however, they don't win the race. So you get, you know, you get a setback. You get a setback. And it all goes tits up in the last, I don't know, uh, last bit of a race. Because we get an inkling to this earlier, but the team as it were, doesn't know that Toby Maguire, or Red, is blind in one eye. It's his right eye, I think. He's blind in his right eye, or he can't see. So he loses the race by a head on his, because a, a horse comes up on his right-hand side, and he loses the race by like a nose or half-head or something setback and it is revealed then of course because tom at after the end of a race is like what are you doing you blew it and then if red's like i couldn't see i can't see i can't see not in that tone but then like the secret's out that he is blind he can't see he couldn't see the other horse coming up beside him that um yeah, he lost the race. Anyway, but Jeff Bridges, because he's, he's a nice guy, he's like, whatever. So, you know, there's there's that bit of a setback in the big race. Now, then what happens after that is they decide to, like, take Seabiscuit on the road because they want to race War Admiral. They're going to take Seabiscuit on the road to, and they're going to enter every race, Raw War Admiral. Enders, and if he scratches, then they'll just end of the next race. That's like the theory. So Seabiscuit, so it's like a, a travel montage um, super thing. Super thing. There is a travel montage type thing happening as they're trying to, like, they're following War Admiral around the country. Then um, what happens then is they have a meeting, or Charles has a meeting with who the guy who owns War Admiral. He's got like two chins, um, and he's like, "Okay, so these are the terms. This is how we're going to do the race. It's got to be however long, standing start, blah blah blah, right? So that's good. They get see, you get that. It's sort of you know you're taken away. Oh, we lost the lost the big race. Probably doesn't really matter, but you know it's a setback. But then you get rewarded." with the showdown, which is what you want, right? It's what you want as the audience, probably. I've seen this film before, so it's like that. Then there is um, 
we have a, a bit more of a training montage because they need to do a standing start and Seabiscuit can't do that, so they need to retrain the horse in that regard. So what they do, interestingly, is they go to the track at night and they train the horse under the cover of darkness, as it were. Um, yeah, and it like it goes well. But guess what? We get another setback, and Red gets injured. Red gets injured, so that's a setback. You know, it's it's yeah, you've, you've it's a setback. We've lost the big race, right? To setback, you've given us the showdown, right? With War Admiral, great. Our jockey uh, and hero, as it were, of the film gets injured. That's a setback, and as a result, can't do the race uh, or can't ride Sea Biscuit when they take on War Admiral. So they get in. George. Now, George, we see period. He's another jockey. We see him a few times earlier, and he knows Red. So there's a bit of banter. You know, George apparently is like the best or one of the best uh, jockeys. So George comes in to ride Sea Biscuit, and you know what? They have the showdown with War Admiral, and guess what? Sea Biscuit wins the race, and. When I was watching it, this because this movie is about, uh, I think it's about two and a half hours. Does it go for that long? It is reasonably lengthy. Uh, let's have a look. Internet Movie Database. How long does it go for? 2.20. So we're about, I think there's, I did, after we, the, the showdown with War Admiral, there's about, I think, half an hour left of the film. So, yeah, we're about a minute, uh, a minute, you know, uh, an hour and 50 in. And I thought to myself, I thought to myself, this is almost the end of the film, if that makes This is, it probably could finish here because, you know, the, the team, we've had the down and out team, we've become great. We've had a setback, we've, you overcome the setback. Okay, we've had another setback. We've overcome the setback and we've defeated the villain. That is film over in many ways because it was like, where can this go from here? We have got what we wanted, which is the showdown with War Admiral, and we have won that showdown. This is... And it, it's, yeah, it's like, well, this is um, the top. There's no, there's nothing better than this, if that makes sense. Um, however, the film continues. So then there's another race um, after this. So we defeat War Admiral, great stuff. But then you know what happens? We have another setback. And so in the race after we've defeated War Admiral, Seabiscuit gets injured. George is riding the horse. Seabiscuit gets in injured. And then there's like, what, like, not, and then we have Red and the horse both injured together, both recovering together, and both getting to a point, the horse more so than Red, but both getting to a point where they can compete again. So, obviously, it is, it is 
it seems like a year surely has passed because we're back at the time where the $100,000 race is is back. So we're getting to that point again. Um, so, you know, that's great, I guess. And, you know, the horse is ready. The horse can do this race. The horse can be ridden uh, in the $100,000 stakes or whatever it is. But red, not so, because he had a damaged leg, a broken leg. Uh, he's not quite healed. If he falls, that could be a problem. Uh, he could be like crippled or whatever forever, and uh, that's less than ideal, right? So, Charles, I was about to say Jeff Bridges. Charles, he's like, I don't know if I did a race. This sort of stuff, but Red's like, you got to let me, you know, it's my horse, blah, 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 right? Now, George has been doing some track work, track work and things for the horse, and I guess they would probably have him lined up to race it, uh, to ride it in a race, and then, you know, old Red's a bit salty about that. And then, you know, they get into the Jeff, Jeff Bridges is like, I don't know if... I want you riding this horse, blah, 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 because, of course, he's thinking about what had happened years previously and I guess he doesn't want to lose like you know his son again type you know emotional situation uh, but good old Lizzie Banks she just goes Jeff you got to let him do it you gotta let him do it so the the red and the sea biscuit return happens the yes the return the, the comeback, that's what I'm after. The comeback happens. So they do this race. Now, is it like they're doing this, is this the last race of the horse's career? We're, we don't really know. Because after this race, which looks like it's going to be a disaster, which looks like it's going to be, um, yeah, a disaster, I guess that's really all I can say. It's not, of course, in typical fashion, in typical sports fashion, it is a triumph. Seabiscuit wins the race in dramatic fashion. Um, and that's sort of it. And the film just wraps it up, like sort of wraps things up. Uh, so what happens after this in regards to the history of the horse we don't really know, um, but I mean, I could search up Sea Biscuit on the internet and have a look. But you know, actually, yes, let's do that because I feel like it, this is like a situation where I feel like I need to continue the, the podcast because I've not really said a whole lot. Uh, how far in are we? Twenty-something minutes, aren't we? It's probably okay. Now let's have a look here. Have a look at some statistics for old SB. Um, I had George Wolf on Sea Biscuit. Oh gee, he won various races. Does it give us statistics? So it's at eighty-nine races, thirty-three wins, fifteen seconds and a third. 
I guess. Oh, Charles Howard. Look at him. Old Carlos. Yeah, what a guy. Um, yeah, so... I don't know, that's Seabiscuit. I guess I could all I can say. It is, you know, it is, a, it is sort of a typical sports film because you've got your owner who's like optimistic, yep. The team is not great to start out with. You get in your good coach, you, you get, you, you train you uh, and you get better, you have setbacks, you defeat the villain and then there's a triumphant like victory at the end. And the movie is over, so that's that's Sea Biscuit really. A couple of things though, I'd like to I just a couple of comments is it is this will be reflected in my um, in my rating, but I think the technical uh, the technical um, production of the film is quite good because it it is. Whenever you have a film that has sports, sports or action in it, that would be, or that is quite difficult to put together. Especially in this instance, you've got horses. Now, you see, if you're playing, if this is, say, a car movie, right, a racing film, you know, you can have cameras and equipment, etc., on vehicles, like, easily, whilst they're driving, racing, etc. You can't really do that with horses, especially... I mean, not well. I mean, this film's nineteen years old, right? So it, things, it, it would probably be a bit easier done today. Technology's better, cameras are smaller, etc. But I think in regards to the that technical stuff, um, the race scenes and things are quite good. Some of them are the typical. Some also are probably not that great but i would say overall they're quite good and i think in that technical production um makes it a solid film now of course if you're not into horse racing right you're not going to watch this but i i feel that in regards to the production quality it is probably worth looking at because of those uh, because of that quality, I I would say. Um, it is slow to start off with, and then it ramps up, and then it sort of slows down. When the injuries happen, it slows down, um, and then it, like, ramps at the end. So it is, it's flat, and it goes up, and then it just sort of, I wouldn't say it drops, um, if I was to, if I was to, you know, describe this as a graph, we flatline the racing. They, they get the horse. They start the training and things, and it ramps up. We start winning. You know, we take a war admiral. That is the peak. And um, and then it sort of it does drop and flatten a bit, and then we have a little bit of a a, a ramp, a little bit of a a jump at the end where the, the triumphal the triumph uh, in the return comes and uh, the, the final race, as it were, um, the final triumph, that's like a little bit of a, a spike. So, um, yeah, you know, it's 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 an okay, it's it's a solid sports film, really. Um, 
Something else I find interesting too. Now this is just this is just of the time. It's interesting that they have the infield open to spectators on the races. Now I don't. This is most definitely nothing I have seen here in Australia in recent at all, or at least in recent times. I don't know if that's still something they do in the United States. So if anybody's out there listening who's in America or even anywhere overseas, whatever, and if you. Yeah, you don't have to follow horse racing or anything, but if you know if they let spectators in the infield, let me know. Because I feel that would probably be an interesting uh, way to watch a a race being um, on the infield. It seems, I don't know, it seems um, interesting, differently in- interesting to me. Anyway, but yeah, so that is... Uh, Seabiscuit, and I'm going to give it three and a half. Now, I I would say it's the film. It's pretty generic sort of sports, you know, ups and downs. So that uh, so it would probably be a three. But I thought because it's, I feel that the the racing scenes and things are reasonably well done, um, and it looks pretty good in general. I've decided to give it a three point five out of five toilet rolls. So yeah. There we go, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Seabiscuit. That was Seabiscuit. And, you know, I think this is just a, a, a general sort of comment, but I think at least with every film, you know, I, I watch or talk about, I think it's worth, if you if you want to, I think it's worth probably checking them all out. Um, I don't think there's actually, has there been a film where I've told you absolutely no? Quite possibly, I can't remember. But, you know, if you want to, give it a watch anyway everybody uh that's it for this episode of luke who's watching hope you enjoyed it please uh like and um like no sub share it and all that jazz and um yeah i'll see you in the or you'll hear me in the next episode thank you everybody